Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri, and today we're going to be talking about money. And the title of this podcast, Money Talk for Beginners. Um, I haven't talked about money uh, when we started this podcast and until now. And, uh, and it's been in my heart already for a while to talk about money. And so I'm going to go kind of dive right in. Uh, and let me start with this. that Most of our struggles in life is because we don't understand money and how it works. Most of most of the divorced, all the statistics and stuff, when people get, get divorced, the, the number one thing is money. Uh, the number one, uh, uh, number one thing that, that brings division in the family and within even friendship, within you know, your uh, circle of friends, your future. I mean, something that can really destroy you, bring division, depress you. And keep you in the pri- pri- prison, uh, prison of this this gloom and doom is is money. Money is the number one thing. And so, so number one, number one, I want to start with and and say this that money requires purpose. Money requires purpose. If you don't have a purpose for your money, if you don't have a purpose for your money, you will always lose it. It will always be lost. If if money will not, if if money, if purpose is not connected to money. It will always be lost. Now, have you ever considered uh, that and, and look when you re- read the Bible, how detailed the Bible is? You can see that when Jesus fed 5,000, he gathered seven baskets. He, when he, he uh, fed m- more people, he gathered 12. There was 120 gathered in the upper room. There was 3,000 saved when Peter preached. There was uh, when Master gave uh, to his um, his servants, he gave five talents, he gave two, he gave one. And when they came back, they, 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 they said, hey, your five made another five. Your two made another two. Your uh, one, I didn't do anything with one. I, uh, I dug it in the ground. But even in that story, when he gave them talents, and that's money, he gave them with a purpose, right away, with a purpose to invest and not just, uh, not just spend it, not just dig it in the ground. You see, our American purpose for money is to pay bills and to spend it on whatever we, we spend on, on vacations, on other things, our pleasure. We don't have purpose beyond those two things. As long as I pay my bills, as long as I uh, go on vacation once a year, as long as I buy some things for myself so I feel good, there is no other purpose. So money requires purpose. Number two, uh, to build wealth requires risk. And here, here and here, here's the thing: if you're one of those Christians, or if you, maybe you're not Christian, uh, then uh, that that you you think that money is not for everybody. Or maybe if you're Christian and you you're you're thinking, well, God is you know the money is evil. No, money is not evil. Love of money is evil. And so and and actually over and over. In the Bible, it says that the righteous man will leave inheritance to, to their children's children. Every, every man of faith in the Bible, they were blessed. They were wealthy. They understood money. They understood how to operate it, how to invest it, and all these things. And so, but when it comes to money, it requires risk. It needs purpose, but then number two, it requires risk. Without risk, there will be no wealth. In Luke 14, 28, it says this, but but don't begin until you count the cost. For who would begin construction for, uh, of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there is enough money to finish it? And, and, and cost is risk. 
And so, you know, sometimes you, 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 you have all of it. Sometimes you, you take loans. Sometimes uh, you hope to have it by a certain time, but you have to calculate it and cost, risk, how long it will take, the, the time and all these things. You have to understand that there is risk, but without risk, there is no, there is no gain. There is no future. There, you will always just, just going to be kind of this flat line paying the bills for the rest of your life and die. You see, Understanding the cost requires, requires also not only, not, not only understanding the, the, the risk, but really understanding that when failure comes, it's okay. You, you, can you, you can come back up. It's like stocks. I mean, they go up, they go down, they go up. In, in my life, I've failed so many times. But you know what? Failure is, a, is, is experience. I, I, when I failed, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to do, do this again. Or I'm not going to do, do X, Y, Z. Now, if you don't do anything, you're risking of losing your time, your precious time that God gave you. If you're not doing anything you, the, about your situation, about your, your marriage, your future, your uh, retirement, if you're not going to do anything about, about that, you're just, you're just gonna, you're, you are risking losing your time in life. That's it. But if you do something and you take a risk, even if you fail, you have experience that you can share, that you can learn from, that you can now apply into your life. You see, the reason nothing changed in our lives because we are willing to tolerate it. Willing to, we just, uh, it's, uh, it can be a few other things. Sometimes we, we, just, we just don't want change. We're, we're good where we're at. I'm good, I'm fine with just living from paycheck to paycheck paying the bills and on the outside we're good on the inside there's so much more I man we want to live like someone else we want to have more we wanted to have to, to, to live a life with e you know with ease knowing that you have savings you have other things now sometimes we're just comfortable and comfortable staying in this stage uh, state of, of, of being uh, comfortable in life sometimes that's that's your greatest enemy because if, when you're comfortable, you don't want anything else in life. You just kind of exist from that point. It's like, it's like you've stopped learning. It's, you know, if you stop learning in life, then get ready to die. Sometimes nothing changes in our life because we're afraid of failure. But most of the time, because we're tolerating the situation that we are in. If you, you cannot change if you're willing to tolerate the situation that you're in. There, nothing will change. Now, so number one, money requires risk. Number two, to build wealth requires, I'm sorry, money requires purpose. To build wealth requires risk. And number three, money needs consistency, planning, determination, and understanding that God is in charge of everything. That's, that's, uh, that should be uh, in, in the beginning. But uh, money requires consistency. Once you learn something, you have to apply it to your life. Once you learn something about how to manage your money, what, what's, what's liability, what's assets, how, how to invest, and what investments you need to... Once you start, once you start bring, uh, understanding some things, you need consistency. You need planning. You know, thinking about, not just your, I mean, everybody's thinking about maybe one day retirement, I'll have my social security and, 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 and nothing else. That's the only thing. You never, you, you can, if you can plan for your tomorrow, and you're five years from now together with your wife and, and, and pray about it and dream about it. God will help you. You, you plan, but God will lead you through these steps. That's in, 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 in Proverbs. The Lord directs the steps. 
but we need to plan. So, so money requires consistency, planning, determination, and understanding. Understanding that God is in charge of everything, or you will lose your heart, because where your money is, that's where your heart will be. Your heart will be callous. Now, in Proverbs 21.5, it says this, Good planning and hard work leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Very simple. I don't even need to explain this. Good planning and hard work. When you're planning, and where, where are your money going to go? Understanding how much are you going to get. Understanding your budgets when, when you're planning. And hard work leads to prosperity. But hasty shortcuts leads to poverty. We don't even know sometimes in, in marriage how much money we're making. We don't even know how much money is going out. We don't even know how much our bills are. We don't understand. We just... Get that plastic square thing, rectangle, little, little thing, and we just swipe. And we, we swipe our life away without understanding that you can do something with what God gave you. See, let me give you this analogy. The ocean, when uh, people go, go to vaca vacation, the majority of the time they go to ocean. That's like the, the, the main thing. Some people go to mountains, this and that. But let's, let's pick ocean. Ocean can refresh you. Like truly refresh you and spending time uh, in, in the water and just just being by the ocean it can refresh your spirit your mind it can refresh you it, it can feed you guys you can fish right you can fish you can you can have some food you can bathe in the ocean it's salty but you can uh, it, it'll uh, give you rest to some extent right you can rest on you know when when you are all, uh, at the beach now also the rip current in the ocean can pull you away and can actually drown you or suffocate you. It can bring out your fears of drowning or fears, uh, fears of suffocating, fears of, of uh, hey, what's, what's in there? You know, the deep, the sharks. So it, it can do good things for you or can actually do, do some harm to you. Now, but most of the people, when they go to, uh, to ocean, when, when they go to vacation, they, they, there is a purpose. Okay, six months from now, we're, they're, they're planning, right? There's a purpose to rest, the, the plan to go. Uh, they, they don't just go, you don't just decide to swim in the middle of the ocean, you know, a couple of miles out and just, just swim. You don't decide to just come from work and jump in the car and, and, and uh, without any planning, grab everybody and go into to the ocean, right? Without getting some maybe chairs, beach chairs, without putting shorts on, without, hey, let's plan, let's go, let's have a good, good, because you're going to ruin everyone else's time you, you, when you show up all dressed up to the ocean. So there's purpose, there's planning. Same thing with money. See, money works in the same way. Money can refresh you. It can buy your vacation. It can help you uh, help someone else. When you help someone else, and especially when you give someone else um, money, and, and, and not just money, but when you help somebody else, it can refresh your spirit because it's better to give than to receive. That's what Jesus said. Um, and maybe buy something that you always wanted. So it can, money can refresh you. It can feed you, right? You pay your bills. You go buy your food and all these things. It can give you rest. If you don't, uh, truly, if you have money, you, you can stop working for a few weeks or you can get away and, and it can give you rest. You don't have to worry about living from paycheck to paycheck or money, same thing, can pull you away into constant worry of not enough or maybe drown you in a fear of losing everything or being in a fear of being always broke. 
Right? Two, two spectrum to that. Maybe it can also uh, bring out your fears of someone else stealing your possessions. You know, dollar will lose its value, or you might not be able to pay bills. So, so this this one thing can 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 bring good and can bring evil. So the money itself is not evil, and understanding actually knowledge and wisdom about money is godly. Now, number four, money requires wisdom from God to sustain it and constant learning to gain more. Let me repeat this again. Money requires wisdom from God to sustain it and constant learning about money to gain more. God is the one, God is the only one who can sustain your life, your future, your health, your your financial situation. He's the only one who can sustain it, whether you believe God or not. Knowledge and understanding will increase your future. So you see, what worked today might not work tomorrow. What, what will work tomorrow might not work a month from now. The way, the way money flows always changes. That's why you always have to uh, learn constantly. You can't just, and I see so many people, they just kind of learn one way and they die within that one way. For some people it works. I'm not saying that, you know, that this is the only way, but you need to learn about money. You need to have understanding. Now, you need uh, in 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 uh, talking about con- constant lear- learning, and and let me just read this Second Chronicles um, chapter one, verse eleven and twelve. It says, "God said said to Solomon, because your greatest desire is to help your people, and and that's and." And you did not ask for wealth, that's what we seek today, riches, that's what we seek today, fame, that's what everybody seeks today, or even death of your enemy or a long life, but rather you ask for wisdom and knowledge to properly govern my people. I will certainly give you the wisdom and knowledge that you requested, but I will also give you wealth, riches, fame, such as no other king has had before you or will ever have in the future. You see, you need knowledge and wisdom because wisdom of God can sustain you, but knowledge will propel you. Now, wisdom is better than a, than, than a bonus check, man, or Friday, or getting paid. Because when you understand, when you have God's wisdom in your life and knowledge about the situation that you're in, man, life is beautiful. Life is amazing. Now you achieve one thing, you go to another, 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 and it's, it becomes the greatest journey of your life. Number five, if God is not honored with money, you will never be satisfied. And let me tell you, all the friends that I know and some just acquaintances and some business people uh, that, that I know, whether they are Christian or not, man, they honor God with their money. Even Hollywood stars, they, they, they start charity. They give to nonprofits because they understand that when you honor God with your money, God will bless it. You see, in, in Haggai, uh, chapter Chapter 1, verse 6, it says this, You have planned much, but harvest little. You eat, but not satisfied. You drink, but are, are still thirsty. 
You put on a clothes, clothes, but cannot keep warm. You, your wages disappear as though you were putting them in the pockets filled with holes. And, it can, and, and, and that, that chapter continues to say you have to honor God's first in his house. You have to honor God with money because it's his. It's not yours. If you think it's yours, you'll become callous. Your heart will become rock and you will die greedy. But if you honor God with money, God will give you more. He will sustain it. He will bless it. And you will understand how fruitful and amazing your life can be. So let me just recap it as I close. Number one, money requires purpose. If you don't have purpose for your money, if you just, 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 if you're getting a check tomorrow or day after and you don't have a purpose for that check and understanding where it, where it goes and what you're going to do with it, then you're just going to spend it. You're never going to have it. So money requires purpose. Number two, to build wealth requires risks. And when you have purpose, it requires risks. Now, number three, money needs consistency planning. Planning is also, also you have to plan things. Pray, but plan. Money requires, money needs consistency, planning, determination, and understanding that God is in charge of everything. Number four, money requires wisdom from God to sustain it and constant learning to gain it. And number five, if God is not honored with your money, you will never be satisfied. I hope that I hope that starts some questions inside you, and I hope that you can actually maybe rewatch it. There is so much more when it come, comes to money. I came from a country that uh, that uh, um, people didn't have any money. I mean, people didn't own anything. I've, I grew up in a country uh, where communists ruled and government owned the land, the houses, and they they just pay you just, just enough to, to kind of sustain your life. I came, and I'm glad, to be honest, I'm glad that I came from that background because I did not know anything about money. And when I finally started learning about money, I realized how much, how much Bible talks about principle, financial principles, how much, how, much, uh, how much knowledge is in the Bible. And when I started to apply that into my life, put purpose and, and take risk and pray and plan, but pray, understand that God's in charge and all these things. Man, my world changed. I own different businesses. I'm, 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 not, I'm not calling myself a, a, a wealthy. I'm wealthy in God. But my life changed completely. I'm not, I don't live from paycheck to paycheck. I'm not struggling. I have money in the savings. I understand what liability, assets, investment is. I have different portfolios. I own different businesses. And you know what? If God is in the middle of it all, it will be blessed. Because you are honoring. You have purpose. You are honoring God. You have purpose. You take risk. You plan. You stay on the journey. And it's an exciting journey that God gave me. And I believe he can give the same thing to you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you. Be gracious to you. Turn his face towards you and give you peace as you go on a journey of discovering about money and financial understanding. Now, share the podcast. If, uh, if something spoke to you, if God spoke to you through this podcast, maybe, may, maybe you're not a believer, but man, something st stuck with you. Share the podcast. Share it on iTunes or, or any platform that you're watching. Please comment and thank you for everyone that's been watching and thank you for your messages and your comments and, and everything that, that, that I've already seen. God bless you.